Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it is life on our little hobby farm, whether it is how I keep homeschooling simple, or just about my faith in general, because I truly do believe that the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus. So today, I'm really doing something a little different on the podcast. (laughs) I'm winging it. I am recording here on Friday, and normally the um, podcasts are released on Friday, and this one got really behind because... We did not have a good week. I am just telling you that straight up. We did not have a good week. It was a week where all kinds of things sort of happened that were unexpected. Every day just seemed to be filled with more chaos. And so this morning I said to Steve, I haven't even recorded my podcast for the week and it's supposed to be out today. And rather than just, you know, put a little note out there that says, we will not have a podcast this week, but next week it'll be out. I really did want to get on here and do a recording. And it's not actually the episode that I had in mind, but I thought I would just get on here and sort of do something different. Like I said, just wing it and kind of um, talk about um, where I'm at with this week and just having a bad week and how I can turn this into a podcast episode. Because as I was sitting here, you know, going through my topics and and what I had planned on talking about, I just felt like, you know what, just get on there and be real and and say that this has not been a good week. And um, I also wanted to, you know, focus on this episode that in the middle of the chaos and in the middle of the clutter, He is there, and that's what I've experienced this week, and I talk about this all the time. You know, it's simply living for Him. I say the remedy to clutter and chaos is Jesus, and interestingly enough, this week I did announce the theme for our 2018 Simply Living for Him retreat, and I am beyond excited about this retreat and about this theme and just about the message that I feel like God is giving me to share with the women who come on the retreat. And that theme is going to be Jesus is enough. There is so much I could talk about on that topic. So I want to touch on that a little bit today too, on this sort of, let's call this a scattered podcast (laughs) episode. But, um, you know, maybe this will just be like a hodgepodge of different things today on this episode, but I wanted to tie it in and kind of get on here and talk about those things, you know, how Jesus is in the midst of our chaos and how Jesus is enough in our lives and tell you that this week that I had, it was just a trying week. And actually maybe the past two weeks have been a little trying. Um, And I just really want to share that with you so you can be encouraged that whatever you're walking through, that Jesus is right there in the midst of the chaos. And now, let me also say that it's not like I had this tragic week where terrible things are happening. I mean, I know there are people out there walking through some serious stuff, some serious trials, some serious tragedies. And thankfully, that is not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about one of those times where everything seems to be going wrong. And (laughs) 
<laughs> where um, you know you're sort of faced with difficulties in your daily day. So let's see, a couple of weeks ago now, my dad was sick and in the hospital, and that was sort of stressful. Of course, you know, daddy's sick. That's always stressful. And you don't like to see a loved one in pain. And um, so that, that, that we've been dealing with that. And thankfully, I spoke with him earlier, and he's feeling better today. So prayers for daddy that that continues. Um, and so, you know, <clears throat> that happened. And then we had my son, who has been unexpectedly under the weather this week with one of these kind of weird illnesses, not like where you're just like, okay, it's a typical cold, give him the medicine, he'll be better in a few days, or stomach flu, you know, deal with it for 24 hours and you're better. This was like this odd illness where he had a fever and his neck hurt. And so right away, the doctors and, you know, me over there on Google immediately panic because neck pain and fever can be meningitis. So we took him into the doctor right away. Didn't seem like that was the case yet. There was no other symptoms. So we were sort of keeping a watch on him and he seemed to be better and the fever went away and he was fever free for a day. And this morning he woke up covered head to toe in hives, welts, big ones, small ones, all sizes, all over his body. So back to the doctor we went, and we are thinking this is just a virus, praise the Lord. He feels fine. The only thing he told me that he is not feeling normal about today is the fact that I keep asking him how he feels. <laughs> so I say I see that as a good sign. He is tired of me taking his temperature and checking on him. <clears throat> So anyway, that sort of was my week, you know, every single day dealing with um, a child who was having this sort of weird illness, you know, not like the typical um, illness. And so I am the first to admit, and I'm sharing this with you here, because in the middle of chaos sometimes when things start to go wrong, I am the first one to always say, you know, you got to go to your Bible, go to God before Google, you know, pray, um, seek Him in everything. And I'm going to be honest and transparent and real with you guys because that's what I believe we need to do. And I'm not over here always encouraging people and telling them to do these things and saying that I'm perfect at it. Because guess what? This week I wasn't. I spent more time on Google than I should have. <clears throat> You know, you mentioned like viral meningitis, and yeah, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> so I did find myself a couple of days ago, like, Karen DeBuse, what are you doing? Get off of this right now. Are you praying? Are you praying for healing for your son? I mean, yes, I was, of course. But I was realizing that in the middle of this what I was feeling out of control, you know, like mommies feel out of control when they're not sure what's going on with their child. Like I said, if it's a normal illness, you're like, okay, these are the things we do. We give them medicine every few hours and, you know, in a day or two, but this was like a little mystery illness. So I automatically was feeling very out of control, <clears throat> not knowing what was going to happen. And I recognize that in the midst of that feeling out of control, <laughs> I went to Google instead of God, the very thing I'm always saying we shouldn't do. Thankfully, I recognized it and I was able to remedy that. But I recognized that in the middle of feeling out of control, that sure, it's great to get information. Of course, if someone is sick, you're going to seek out medical help, which by the way, Google isn't med medical help. <laughs> but 
I recognize that there is a difference between doing something proactively for your child, taking him to the doctor, seeking medical advice, and obsessing over the thoughts of what it could be or, you know, trying to sort of ease my fears by going to Google because I'm always going on there thinking that I will find the answers that say, oh, then that's definitely not what he has, you know? So I always think I'm trying to like comfort myself when I have the greatest comfort in the world at my fingertips, God's word. And it doesn't even matter what Google says because ultimately God is in control. And I know that. I know that with all my heart, my soul, my mind, right? I know that. We all say that. But I'm telling you, I failed a little bit this week. I stumbled. I'm not going to say I failed because we all do these things. I stumbled and I recognized it and I pulled myself out of it because I started to go down that road. And I was like, Karen, what are you doing? Close this computer, get in the word and go speak to Jesus. Ask him to heal your son boldly, boldly. Go and ask him to heal your son. And that's what I did. And it makes all the difference in the world. And I repented of that. I asked God for forgiveness because I know that I was um, seeking comfort in the wrong places. I was seeking answers in the wrong places. The doctor told me what to do. That should have been enough. I didn't need to come home and Google everything and, um, you know, let those emotions control me. I needed to come home and trust what the doctor said and rest in God's word and his truths and his promises and ultimately hand my son over to him and ask him to uh, make him well. You know, in the middle of it, sometimes I get like this when I pray, I'm like, well, I can ask him to make him well, but ultimately, you know, God's going to decide And then I say to myself, no, stop. You can boldly go in there believing for healing and asking God to make him well and not saying in your back of your mind, but what if he doesn't? Because I do know that what if he doesn't? He is still in control. He is still a good God. But God wants us to boldly go to him in prayer and um, seek him and tell him, you know, the desires of our heart, which of course is that my son would be healed. And um, focusing on those kinds of prayers. So that's what I did. And so I stumbled, but I did not fail because I recognized it and I got up out of it. Now, like I said, there was a lot of things going on this week. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and list all my, air all my dirty laundry out on the podcast. But, you know, just having different issues with different things. And just one of those weeks where I'm just feeling like the enemy is just... He's not shooting those big, big, big arrows at me. Well, maybe the one with my son being sick, because, you know, you never want your child to be sick. But then on top of that, there was the little ones, you know, just the little arrows all day long, constantly feeling like I couldn't get ahead. I couldn't um, gain my grip. I couldn't, like, get my focus. I was feeling very distracted, very unfocused. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's because I announced this week that the theme for our retreat is Jesus is enough. Of course, I'm getting arrows thrown at me. Of course, Satan's making me feel like at this moment, Jesus is not enough because here I am like grasping at all these things that are out of my control right now. And so 
we have to really be on guard, all of us. All of us have to be on guard that we cannot let our emotions overtake us. We have to constantly fill our minds with truths. And when we're having a hard week in the middle of that chaos, we must be grounded in God's Word. You know, I wrote something yesterday on my Facebook page for my website, Bible-Based Homeschooling, and I I actually think I did share it over at Simply Living for Him as well. Um And I was saying that I had this thought, you know, that we can't just teach our children to thank God for what He does for us. Sometimes I cringe, actually, like we'll be praying as a family and, you know, one of us says, you know, thank you, God, for all that you do for us. And of course, that's true. But that cannot be the focus of our prayer that we're teaching our children to thank God for what He does for us. We need to thank God for who He is daily. And that is all we need to know and to thank Him for that. Not what He does for us, but who He is. Because when trials come, we do not want to teach our children, oh, God didn't do something for you. You're in a trial. Or, oh no, who's to blame for this trial? Must be God. He's not doing what we want. He's not doing things for us. We need to teach our children who God is so that when the trials come, They run to him rather than running away from him. Because if we're not grounded and we're not teaching our children that very same thing, to be grounded in him, he is our all in all. He is our comfort. He is our everything. When we are in the middle of chaos and when we are in the middle of trials, we might look at it as, okay, God's not doing something for me right now. And it would be very easy for a child or immature Christians, you know, Christians that are new in their walk to just walk away because we cannot teach our children to thank God only for what he does for us, but solely for who he is. Because once we know that, once we really understand the truth of who God is, That is more than enough for us. Jesus is enough for everything. He is enough for our whole life. We need nothing extra. That's what I want to be talking about in our women's retreat this year. In a world filled with excess, in a world that is constantly telling us to achieve more, gain more, get more, He is enough. And on the other side of that point, sometimes I've seen a lot lately, actually, this whole like movement of you are enough or I am enough. And the sentiment behind that is wonderful because that's saying, you know, we don't need all the things that the world offers us. We are enough. But really, I don't agree with that either. I agree with the sentiment behind it, but you are not enough without Jesus. So the whole I am enough or you are enough is wonderful if you are, including Jesus, because you are nothing without Him. Your identity is in Him. And when we go through little times of trial or when we feel like we're having a chaotic week like I was this week, if we're not grounded in that, it's very quick 
I'm very quick to lose sight of the fact that Jesus is enough. Okay, in this trial, Jesus will get me through. Jesus is my all in all. No matter what happens today, if my eyes are focused on Him, I can walk through this trial because I know I am secure in Him. My identity is in Him and He is in control of every single detail of my life. All the good details that we thank him for doing, all the trials, all the clutter, all the chaos, he is in every single part of it. And we can't only thank him and praise him when he does stuff for us, because that is not what a loving relationship with Jesus is about, right? Just like being married, I don't just thank my husband for all the things he does for me. Sure, it's wonderful when he does things for me, and I'm thankful, and I'm grateful, and I love it. I, but I'm married to him because I love him for who he is. And we need to look at God that way. So a lot of times we mean well when we tell our kids, you know, thank God for all the things we have, or thank God for all the things that he does for us, the ways he blesses us. But that is not the ultimate. We just need to thank God because he's God. And we need to just be content with him, even if everything around us is spiraling out of control. Even if your child is sick, and that's a hard one to grasp. Even if a family member is sick, it doesn't change who he is. So when I look to our summer retreat next year, I want to be so focused on getting to know him, having women focused on him, him being the center, the all in all, the everything, so that you can go home and handle whatever life may throw at you. Because no one is going to walk through this life without difficulties. Some of us greater ones than others, but all of us have difficulties. And it doesn't even matter when sometimes people say, oh, well, I don't have to go through what they go through. Whatever you're going through in your life is what is difficult for you. And you don't have to compare that to somebody else's trial. But the thing that you need to know is, If you know Jesus, if you're grounded in his word, if you are secure in Christ, if you know God, if you are continuing to seek him in every single thing you do, all the trials in the world, all those arrows Satan shoots at you, all the clutter, all the chaos looks different. I cannot even imagine trying to walk through this life without Jesus and without knowing the truth of the word of God. I don't know how people do it. I just don't. And that's what I want to be focused on, on our women's retreat. Not how do we get through these trials? What is God doing for us? But who is God? How can we know him more so that our perspective about everything else changes? Because we look at everything through the eyes of Jesus. So I hope that this would encourage you a little bit today. Like I said, I just got on here and thought, I really don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But (laughs) I figured once I started talking, God would give me the words. And I really felt like that was the message I needed to give today. So the podcast was recorded late because I wasn't able to get to it with all the little things going on this week and with my son being sick and um, you know, just like I said, having my own inner struggles and... um, realizing that, you know, none of us have arrived. I can oftentimes slip 
and I, I saw myself doing that this week, but I'm thankful that I recognized it and God woke me up and said, you know, I am here in the midst of all this chaos. And um, I felt like I should talk about that today on the podcast. So my regularly uh, scheduled <laughs> episode, what I was going to talk about, will be pushed back a week. And I'm hoping that this episode today will encourage somebody out there, maybe you're having a difficult week like me, to keep your eyes fixed on Him. Keep your eyes on Jesus in the middle of the chaos, um, in the middle of whatever is going on. Rest in him, get in his word, get off of Google, get off of like, you know, maybe trying to get advice from everybody. Just go to go to God. Just take an hour to just silence everything else around you and get back on your feet and gain your perspective by seeking the word of God. And don't open the word of God to like a specific verse and say, this is going to speak to me. Just open it. Get to know him. Just read it and say, what does this tell me about God. I want to know Him more because the more we know Him, the easier it is to walk through this life. Our perspective changes and we see things more clearly. So I really hope that would encourage you. If you are walking through a trial, please feel free to email me. I will pray for you. Um, You can always message me on the Facebook page. You can find me over on Instagram. I'm there quite often. I love Instagram. I think it's fun to share little snippets. You can always go over there. Um, Instagram stories is fun. I love to play around on that and see everybody else's little snippets. So you can follow me over there. Also, like I said, our theme for our Simply Living for Him retreat this year is Jesus is Enough. I am super duper excited about this one. I really, really feel like this is the perfect topic for the weekend that I want women to focus on. I always say this, but, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but I say we're not like this big fluffy women's conference where I'm all about like the decorations and the swag and all the fun stuff. I mean, that stuff is fun, but the purpose of the Simply Living for Him retreat, I want to make it a little bit different in the fact that we are really going to focus on Jesus and not ourselves. Because I feel like if we focus on Jesus, then we are better. We know ourselves better, right? Because our identity is in Him. So I just want us to spend the two weeks, uh, the two weeks, I wish it was two weeks, the two days, <laughs> really, you know, soaking in Him and who he is so that we are better able to handle whatever life has to throw at us and we can see him amidst whether it's chaotic times or whether it's wonderful times. You know, we all go through these mountains and valleys, whatever time you are going through that you would see him equally in it, in the midst of it. And knowing him changes everything. So we have early bird registration open right now. If you would like to come to the retreat, you will want to register soon because the prices will increase um, in a couple of months. So uh, go to simplylivingforhim.com slash retreats and register today. Secure your spot. We have more registrations this year than ever. So I would encourage you to um, secure, secure your spot early. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and you could rate it and review it, um, that would be a huge help because that helps get this message out there. You can also visit my Facebook page for Simply Living for Him. And like I said, you know, I'm always open to conversation over there. So come on over there and chat. I try to do live videos on there at least once a week or when I can. So you can check that out as well. And if you're a homeschooler, you 
can go check me out on Bible-based homeschooling. There's a Facebook page and also a website where I share resources for the Christian homeschooling family. My books, Called Home, Simply Homeschool, and Real Homeschool, are all available on Amazon right now as well. And Called Home is available in Spanish, which I am really excited about. We just had the book translated into Spanish, and it is out there for the Spanish-speaking homeschool community. Please share that with anyone you know. And um, I will be speaking in the spring at several locations. You can find that on the website on simplylivingforhim.com. And I would hope to see you at one of those events in person. And also, like I said, at the Simply Living for Him retreat in July 2018. And um, I guess that is it for now. I will uh, look for you out there in internet land and come over and say hello at one of the social media sites. And I will... um, look forward to speaking to you again next week on the podcast. Until then, I wish you blessings and joy.